Well, I want to hear some more of that. Some good stuff. Let me see. I'm not real... Let's see if I can get right here. How's that? What, do I go to the left? No, I don't want to go to the left. So I guess I'll have to go to the right. Now, there's no message in that. Maybe a little one. <laughs> Thank you all so much. Thank you, choir. Thank you. Let's give them a big round of applause. <clears throat> and you know, we have to say, Aaron, it wouldn't have happened without you. So let's give Aaron, let's stand and give Aaron a big round of applause. <laughs> Thank you so much. All right, you may be seated. <clears throat> I'm supposed to say a word. I guess if I just had to sum it up in one word, it'd be Jesus. Amen. But I can't just say it in one word. <clears throat> I was in town this week, um, taking care of something that needed to be taken care of. Our little poodle needed a haircut. So <clears throat> I took it to the groomer. They've gotten to know me over the last two or three years. And... Um, uh, they know I'm a pastor, and uh, the lady that assists, she's the one that prepares the dogs, she bathes them and gets them all ready to be groomed. She could not wait to tell me, as I was there in that little foyer area, little waiting room area, very small, very tiny, she said, Pastor, I just have to tell you, this weekend, all three of my children got saved. I mean, she just couldn't wait. Isn't that exciting? Yes, that is exciting. She couldn't wait. And you know, the, she said her, she dropped out of church because she said, when I would go to church, I felt worse when I left than when I went in. And so, and she said some of the folks were, the little kids were making fun of her kids and kind of picking on them and bullying them and stuff. And so she said, I just, she said, I just couldn't keep going and couldn't keep doing that. So she dropped out, but she was invited. And so she attended a special event there at the church and the gospel was presented and all three of her kids got saved. So I'm just excited, but I was excited that it meant so much to her that she wanted to tell me. That really meant a lot. So, you know, folks, you've heard me say this so many times. My heart, way back in the early 70s, when I first really started growing, Linda and I hadn't been married a long time. I started growing in the Lord. I was on the Houston Police Department, and I saw people dying. I mean, it was just incredible. And, I, and I, was, I was growing and I kept thinking, their soul just went off somewhere. And I was burdened by that. I was burdened that if these people are, 
their lives are on this earth were ending. And I just, I was concerned. I wanted to somehow, God, use me if there's a way. And so, of course, you know the rest of the story. I, he did call me to my first church in 1975. And that's been my heart. That's been my longing to see people get saved. So I was excited this lady wanted to share, but I'm just going to tell you that anyone listening on live stream or even in this room, you know, Christmas is a wonderful, exciting time of the year. It's so special. But you know, Satan, he, he's really good at what he does. It disrupting and coming up with counterfeits. So here we're celebrating the birth of Christ and the big emphasis from the world side is materialism. You know, it's on the, it's on the gift, it's on the activities, it's on, you know, what, are you, what did you get for Christmas? And so I just want to, in a real brief way, just, uh, and I've got a little pamphlet here. I'm just going to kind of read some of it. I, I may be able to get to all of it, but I just want to show you how simple this is. This is a, a little track that I, we've ordered. I've used it before, but it, it says in the tract, and, and these are, we're going to make these available for you here at the church. And if you'd like to get some and you'd like to pass them out, we want you to do that. But it says that, uh, has anyone ever taken the time to explain to you how you can go to heaven? It says the Bible contains both bad news and good news. The bad news is about you. The good news is about God. We're all sinners is the bad, that's the bad news. We're all sinners. And you know, you can do a Greek word study on, on the passage. The passage is uh, Romans 3.23, For all have sinned and come fallen short of the glory of God. All means all, and we're all sinners. All of us are sinners. We're born sinners. We inherited a sin nature. So when the Bible says we have all sinned, sin means that we've missed the mark. And, and you can picture a bullseye and, you know, the arrow or the bullet hole or whichever uh, is off the bullseye. You, we all missed the mark. We lie, we hate, we lust, we steal, we gossip. We've all missed God's standard that He has set for us. Now, if we were challenged to throw a rock or a stone to the North Pole, I mean, that's just how exaggerated this idea is, that, you know, if I think I can achieve God's standard of perfection in myself. So let's just pretend that you're going to throw a rock and we're going to compete. Who can throw it closer to the North Pole? Well, you might actually throw that stone further than I can. And probably these days that's true. But none of us could hit the North Pole. As hard as we try, we wouldn't make it. 
So the Bible says that we have all sinned and fall short. That means we have come short. We've tried, but we come up short of God's standard of perfection in words and thoughts and deeds. None of us have been perfect. And the bad news gets worse. There's a penalty for sin, and that is death. For the Bible says, Romans 6, 23, for the wages of sin is death. Wages, that's simple to understand. If you work for me and I give you $50, that's what you've earned. And what we earn for being sinners, what we earn for being committing sin, the Bible declares and makes it very clear, it is death. It's death. We, we've earned death. For the wages of sin, my sin coming short of God's standard, it, the wages is death. The Bible declares that by sinning, we have earned a wage. And that wage is death. It means to... We deserve to die, and we deserve to be separated from God forever. So there's no way we can actually get to God, but it's amazing. This time of year, we celebrate God came to us, and Christ died. So the good news, that's the bad news. It's about us. The good news is Christ died for you, Romans 5, 8. But God demonstrates His love toward us and that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. While we're in our sin, Christ died for us. And I love this little illustration. It says, suppose you're in the hospital with cancer and you're dying. And I go into the hospital room and say, if this is possible, if this would be possible, let, let's do something. Let's have the doctors draw all the cancer cells out of your body and put them in mine. What would that mean? That would mean for me, I would die instead of you. And for you, that would mean you would live. And that's an analogy, but that's exactly what happened. Jesus died on the cross for our sin. He died for us. He died in our place. He took our place. He took the penalty, the penalty that we so deserved, and all of us deserve it. But He took it for us on Calvary, and He died in our place. And three days later, He was raised from the dead. Now, the good news even gets better. You can be saved. That, that's so exciting. Folks, I'm going to tell you something. I don't know what you're going through this, this Christmas season. We've thought about several that this will be the first Christmas without your loved ones, and that's going to be a, a hard time for you, I know. But this could be the most exciting time of the life in your life. If you could realize that, hey, I thought I was good. I love this. Uh, illustration they use about the chair. You've got to place your full trust and complete trust in that chair. You sit down in that chair and you pick your feet up. 
That chair's holding you. And, and so when you place your faith in Christ, you can't be holding on to any thoughts like, well, I'm really a good person, and I really haven't sinned as much as the other guy. And, you know, you can't, all of it's got to go. You've got to trust Christ completely, 100%. You can't be thinking about your church attendance. You can't be thinking about a good family. You can't be thinking, well, I've already been baptized. You can't be thinking about all that. You've got to place your complete faith and trust in the person, the finished work of Calvary in Jesus Christ. Well, the Bible says very clearly in Ephesians 2, 8, 9, for by grace are you saved. Grace is undeserved favor. You have been saved through faith that not of yourselves. It is the gift. <laughs> We're taught about gifts. It is the gift of God, lest anyone should boast. So you must trust Jesus Christ for your salvation. There's no other way to get to heaven. There's no other way. You can't go to heaven any other way. And, and it is our job. It is our privilege, our responsibility to declare this message every chance we get the opportunity. And, and I love the opportunities God has given me for 46 years to stand and never knowing who, what's going on in somebody's heart, but I know my Father, and I know He loves you so much. In fact, I, I had a thought, and I, I don't even know, I hadn't had time to really think about it, but this week someone said, you know, he heard a preacher preaching, and he said, you know, we always say Jesus is the reason for the season, but he said, I want to give you another thought. We're the reason for the season. He came to dwell among us. He came to die for us. It's for us that He came. It's for sinners. And folks, if anyone here, if you've got any question, any doubt, any concern, any uncertainties, now would be the time to get it settled. Get it settled now and understand like a little child, you can trust Jesus. They've got in here the, the sinner's prayer. And they point out, it's not a prayer that save you, saves you. It's your heart. It's, it, do you mean that you're really believing in Jesus? But it's a sinner's prayer, something like this. Dear God, I know I'm a sinner. I know my sin deserves punishment. I believe Christ died for me and rose from the grave. I trust Jesus Christ alone as my Savior. Thank you for forgiveness and everlasting life. I now have in Jesus Christ. Amen. Folks, this is a simple way you can present it to people. You can pass it out to people. You can put your name on the back, but you can get the word out. And I am confident God is urging our church this year, less into the new year, let's be more compassionate toward, toward lost souls. Let's be more aware of people lost and dying all around us. And if you'll just pay attention, you'll notice, oh, there's an empty table there or a chair there at the table, an empty, and it just goes on and on. 
It's our wonderful opportunity to give the gospel to people. We're going to ask you to bow your heads and pray. If you've never accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, we're not going to drag you out and bring you up here and, and quiz you. But in your heart, where you are, you could pray the sinner's prayer and communicate with God that I've never been saved and I realize I am a sinner and I want Jesus to come into my heart and save me from my sin. And I believe that he took my place. He died for me. He was raised the third day. And I'm asking him to be my Lord and Savior today. You could do that right now during this invitation. And there are going to be Christians praying for you that you had come to know Jesus. This, is, this could be the most glorious Christmas you've ever experienced. Let's pray. Father, we trust you to do a great work in the hearts and uh, minds of individuals and boys and girls, men and women. And Father, that today would be the day that they would, for the very first time, recognize that they've never actually been saved. And I pray they would pray to you and ask you for forgiveness and cleansing and that they would invite Jesus Christ to come into their heart and life and I pray they'd be saved today before it's eternally too late. That time that will come, that no turning back. I pray today they'd be saved. And we could all rejoice and celebrate over the salvation of one or 1,000. And we'll be careful to praise you in Jesus' name. Amen.